0: Welcome to the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. In each episode, we will highlight an essential oil or herb that may be used to optimize your health. Flip on your diffuser and bask in the beauty of aromatherapy and naturopathy. Hello everybody, this is Gregory and welcome back to another episode of the Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. I hope you are doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about St. John's Wart. But before we begin, I hope you're taking care of yourself during this summertime, and hopefully you're getting some sunlight, getting that vitamin D, but be wary of sunscreen, guys. Go to my Awakened Man podcast, formerly Holistic Health News, around episode 24, and I talk about the dangers of commercial sunscreen, much of it has hormone disruptors in them, and you need to not be using them. (laughs) Just get get sunlight, get sunlight, get that vitamin D production going. Also, take care of yourself mentally during this time. We're entering the fourth month, fifth month of the the virus lockdown, and it's tough, especially, you know, it's tough for, for both groups. It's tough if you live alone, Because a lot of your friends might not want to interact with you, especially if they have kids. Now, if you're 25 years old, you're probably having your buddies over and all that. But it can be tough if you're alone. So I would recommend, honestly, if the coffee shops are open, if the restaurants are open, if the pools are open, if your gym is open, go to these things. You need to be interacting. We are social creatures. And conversely, if you're married and you're around your family all the time, any dysfunction that you had before the lockdown, it's going to be exacerbated by the lockdown. So I would tell you to uh, use this time, if you haven't done so already, to bridge the divide and talk about whatever stressors that you guys have. I know a lot of it is just familiarity breeds contempt and and, and the kind of cramped quarters that you're always in, but I think in the long run, especially if you have kids, you're going to look back at this time and, and, and kind of miss it on one level, but either way. All right, so today we're going to talk about St. John's wort. Some of you are familiar with St. John's wort. Um, it's mostly known for being good for depression and I thought it'd be good to do one after we did one on Kava cause Kava, the previous episode was on anxiety. So we're going to talk about St. John's ward. I think a lot of you have known about it cause it's kind of been in the zeitgeist for about, Ooh, I don't know, 20 years. So St. John's ward is natural. It's an herbal supplement. Doesn't require a prescription. You can go to CVS or Walgreens right now and buy it. It sounds good, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's harmless, according to a study published in the 2015 Journal of the Clinical and Experimental Pharmacology and Physiology. Researchers at the University of Adelaide, which is in Australia, fast for beer, compared to adverse events of St. John's War and the antidepressant Prozac. Prozac's an SSRI. Uh, we've talked about Prozac over at now, the Awakened Man, it's got so many horrible side effects, including suicidal ideation, weight gain. It's just, just the SSRIs are horrible. At the end, we're going to talk about natural ways to biohack your depression. The team used information from doctor's reports to Australian's Natural Agency on Drug Safety. Between 2000 and 2013, there were 84 adverse ref- effects to St. John's wort. There were 447 reports for Prozac. I bet but there's a lot more than that, to be honest. Since reporting adverse effects is voluntary, researchers said it's likely the adverse effects are underreported. Yep, I would agree. They include vomiting, dizziness, anxiety, panic attacks, aggression, and amnesia. Aggression. Hmm. The benefits of St. John's Wort. So St. John's Wort is Hypericum perforatum. It's a flowering plant. The flowers are used to make liquid extracts, pills, and teas. The popular herbal therapy is often used to ease symptoms of depression, as I've talked about, and it's been used for centuries. A 2016 review of 35 studies concluded that St. John's wort reduced symptoms of mild to moderate depression more than a placebo and similar to prescription antidepressants. A 2017 analysis of 27 studies determined that St. John's wort had similar effects on mild to moderate depression as antidepressants. Those researchers also noted that fewer people stopped taking St. John's wort compared to antidepressants. Because the side effects are not nearly as pernicious. Another study indicated St. John's wort can be effective in treating wounds, bruises, burns, and sores. Hmm. It's almost like we can make an essential oil out of it and apply it. Apply it neat. However, the FDA has not approved the substance for depression or any other medical conditions, and that's important. In fact, the FDA classifies St. John's wort as a dietary supplement, not a drug. Therefore, the agency doesn't test for its safety and effectiveness. I'm drinking some matcha right now. Um, Look, think about the vitamin d- industry. Think of anything that's sold at GNC. Is that it's completely unregulated. And I should do a standalone episode over at Awakened Man on it. But it's completely unregulated. Whatever they say is in these drugs or that are in these vitamins and so forth, they don't really have to back that up with the actual potency of it. So if you're buying, let's go back to vitamin D. 5,000 IU pill. It doesn't really have to have 5,000 IU in it. It could have 100. You see this a lot with... uh Probiotic pills. A lot of the probiotic pills will tell you, oh, this has got 40 billion CFUs in it, and then they, most of them are dead because they weren't refrigerated en route to CVS or wherever you're going to buy it from. Jeremy Wolfe, a licensed naturopathic doctor, oh, I like NDs, explained that St. John's wort creates many actions in the body. Quote, it's a strong antidepressant and may elevate mood in individuals with mild to moderate depression, he said. He know that St. John's wort is not recommended for individuals with severe depression. Wolf said St. John's Wort also has strong antiviral activity that may promote healing and repair of wounds. It's important to know because, look, going back to the severe depression, if you have severe depression, you really need to go see a psychiatrist. And the sad thing, and I've talked about this over at Wake and Man on the episodes we've had on psychotropic drugs, is that about 70% of Americans get their psychotropic drugs from their gynecologist or their family doctor, not from the medical doctors that are trained in pharmacology, which are the psychiatrists. And so you're really taking these drugs from people who know very little about these drugs and they're not you're not really being monitored by them so look if you have severe depression you need to get help immediately and the irony of the ssris of course is that they increase your chances of suicidal ideation which is one of the things that people ruminate over when they have severe depression right yeah he cautioned that the herb is not fast acting it may take weeks or months before you notice any effect Well, how much St. John's wort should you take? Blair Green Thermalier, PharmD, doctor in pharmacy, said that dosing varies due to non-standardized manufacturing. Therefore, exactly. There's there's no uniform criteria. A normal dose range would be anywhere from 300 to 1,200 milligrams a day. It's usually taken in divided doses. So the the way like I take my vitamin C, you take it throughout the day. 300 milligrams three times daily or 600 milligrams twice daily. The effects of St. John's wort on the body is not fully understood. could be a problem a number of supplements active ingredients including hypericin hyperforin and adhyperforin may be responsible for its medicinal benefits those ingredients appear to increase the levels of chemical messengers in the brain such as serotonin dopamine and non-adrenaline these then act to lift and regulate your mood so what are the downsides of st john's wort fda regulations for dietary supplements are not the same as those for drug products Unless there's a new dietary ingredient, a firm doesn't have to provide FDA officials with the evidence it relies on this to substantiate safety or effectiveness before it makes it to the market, and that's one of the problems. So natural, and you see this, you see this in food. We talked about this in the early episodes over at The Awakened Men. Anytime you see something that says natural or all natural, doesn't mean it doesn't cause harm. Doesn't mean that it's not sprayed with glyphosate and all these other issues. The main con- it's just about marketing. The main concerns about the herb center on the metabolic pathway known as cytochrome four fifty. She explained that this pathway consists of the enzymes our body uses to clear drugs and ingested chemicals from the bloodstream. Quote: These enzymes are responsible for breaking down everything from the glass of wine you may have with dinner to a daily vitamin you take to keep your bones strong. She even said, "If you've ever heard that grapefruit juice can interfere with your medications, then you know of this process we call enzyme induction." St. John's wort-like grapefruit juice induces the body to produce more of these enzymes in order to clear the chemical from the bloodstream faster, quote. That can rob other medications of their power. So Wolf suggested the herb may work similarly to Prozac. If it inhibits the reuptake re- of serotonin, it would explain these similar side effects. It also interacts with common pharmaceuticals. Quote, when combined with SSRIs and MAOs, those are monoamine oxidase inhibitors, It may lead to elevated blood pressure and could induce what is known as the serotonin syndrome, Wolf said. This includes confusion, fever, agitation, rapid heart rate, shivering, perspiration, diarrhea, and muscle spasms. According to the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health, In addition to antidepressants, St. John's Wort interacts with oral contraceptives, anti-seizure medications, and anticoagulants. So going back to oral contraceptives, we've talked about it over at The Awakened Man on the the episode we have on the dangers of being on the pill, that when you take antibiotics, for example, antibiotics nullify the effect of the pill. So if you're getting it on uh, with bareback sex, so to speak, and uh, he's inseminating you, you might get pregnant because your pill might not work. So here's another example how something you take might not make your oral contraceptives work. So if you're taking St. John's wort, be careful if you're having sex. It can also interfere with anti-rejection medications, heart medications, and some drugs used for heart disease, HIV, and cancer. So the good news is, look, if you're not taking any prescription drugs for anything, then St. John's wort is infinitely better to take and less hazardous. One 2011 study indicated that the herbal supplement can reduce the effectiveness of Xanax and anxiety medication. Really, would that be so bad? <laughs> would that be so bad? Xanax, it's, Xanax and the benzos are horrendous drugs. We have episodes over at The Awakened Man if you want to talk about that. Wolf noted that pregnant or breastfeeding women should avoid St. John's wort. So should people who are sensitive to sunlight as the herb can intensify the effect? Similar to some of the essential oils that we've talked about here, like a lot of the citrus oils. These side effects have prompted the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota to recommend people not use St. John's Ward if they're taking prescription medications. All right, so to encapsulate here, St. John's Ward can be effective, especially if you're not taking any other medications. And I would, you know, my personal opinion, of course, I'm not a doctor and I'm not giving you medical advice. I would prefer that you be taking St. John's Ward over any prescription antidepressant. That being said, we do have an early episode over at The Awakened Man. Where I want to talk about natural ways to biohack mild to moderate depression. I also have a couple of articles over at naturopathic earth over this. And I would tell you this, try those first. So what do we know? Exercise, clean up your diet, especially your gut microbiome, interact with people, get sunlight. These are all crucial. These are all crucial. And a lot of these will remedy mild to moderate uh, depression. And then if that doesn't work, maybe supplement with something like St. John's wort. But really, the prescription should be the last thing. And that's really one of the mission statements over at Naturopathic Earth is that drugs should be the last resort for treating or preventing mild maladies. It shouldn't be the first. And in America, as we've talked about over at The Awakened Man, it's it's always the first. Go to that interview we did with a naturopathic doctor, Dr. Yvonne Knighton. must have been ooh, around episode 50 or 60. And uh, we talk about that. you know. We, we there, There's got to be a blend of the, the allopathic and naturopathic, what we would call complementary medicine, where you use clean eating, aromatherapy, acupuncture, herbal medicine, all these things as preventative, prophylactic manners. And then to treat mild stuff like cholesterol, high cholesterol and pre-diabetes and all these things that can be cleaned up largely by diet and exercise. And then when you have something that's serious – then you go to allopathic medicine. For example, if you get shot, you're not going to go to your resident acupuncturist. No, I mean we. There is definitely a place for the allopathic. We need them for surgeries, acute scenarios, and so forth. So there is a place for both. But unfortunately, you know, allopathic medicine doesn't want naturopathic medicine inter- interrupting or interfering with the uh, the, the pursuit of mammon. And uh, that's why you you don't see NDs licensed in many states because the medical establishments run by MDs and they don't want this. They don't want them to cut into their business. But in an ideal world, I would like to see both of them uh, serving people for the good, for the better good. So guys, the last thing is of course the website's naturopathic earth. If you look at the episode notes, there's a link to it. If you want to help us out to defray the cost of the podcast hosting, Please donate money through the PayPal link, $5, $10 weekly, monthly, annually, whatever you like. We would appreciate. You can also buy my two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. You can find those on Barnes & Noble Nook or Amazon Kindle or paperback. If you want some one-on-one coaching to talk about diet, exercise, or whatever, where there's a Clarity FM link, you can contact me. We can talk on the phone. If you want to help us out in the most passive way, we are Amazon Affiliates. So when you go to Naturopathic Earth, click on the articles. And uh, go to the recipes. There's essential oil recipes and regular food recipes. And you'll see links to buy cinnamon or whatever on Amazon. Click on that link to get to Amazon. And then from there, search and buy whatever you want. And then if you you use our links to get to Amazon, anything that you buy within 24 hours, we get a 2% commission at no expense to you. And lastly, please subscribe and post an honest review for this feed. If you haven't done so already, please do it right now. It takes you two seconds, especially if you have an iPhone, iPhone, iPad. I don't think there's a way to post a review for Spotify and, uh, also for the awakened man, which is holistic health news. And we just have some new episodes. We just did one on, I interviewed an an alcoholic, a man who's an alcoholic for 40 years. And it's a fascinating insight into, uh, what goes through a guy who has benders, you know, he just has six day benders where he's just drinking all day, how he drunk drives, how it affects his relationships. What's how he rationalizes what he's doing. It's a fascinating interview. That came out on Tuesday. And previously, on Monday, I did an episode on intergender dynamics. And it was about why 70% of second marriages end in divorce. And then on Thursday, I have an episode on why 90% of marriages, I'm sorry, 90% of divorces are initiated by women. So go check out those episodes when they come out. And then we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with food addiction, addiction, early childhood trauma, and the like. So go please subscribe and share with others and post an honest review. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com for innumerable essential oil recipes, our Facebook page at Holistic Health News, and our Twitter and Instagram feeds at Holistic News Now. Spread the word about the benefits of aromatherapy, herbalism, and naturopathy. And remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth, Let food be thine medicine, let nature be thy healer. Until next time.